Welcome to Lattes and Lifting. Grab a coffee and join us as we chat all about food, fitness, and finding your freedom. Through this podcast, we will help you navigate the fitness world stress-free. Hello. Hello. We are back and virtual. (laughs) Switching it up a little bit. So if we sound a little bit different, that might be why. Yeah. Apologies if the sound quality is a little bit off. We're just figuring out um, because hopefully we're going to have guests at some point. Woo. Yeah. You know, with COVID times, it's a little bit easier to do that virtually so also today like I didn't really want to leave my house so (laughs) yeah no we both work from home a decent (laughs) amount that we're like well if we can do it from home (laughs) might as well keep it there um but what is your win for the week Um, my win well it's it's a huge win it's a win for us actually is that we finally have a voicemail to listen to it's super I'm, I'm actually super excited that it's this particular person. We'll get to that eventually. So that's a pretty big win is that um, I feel like maybe now we actually have an influence on um, anybody who listens to this podcast. <laughs> People are actually listening. <laughs> they do listen to some things that we say. <laughs> yeah. What was your win for this week? Uh, my win is that I'm going to make myself a home office. So. Oh, I love this weekend I mean it's only been like a year and some of working from home so you know might as well but you did move so we can't really discount that that's true I had a few few more room options in my parents house but that's love the house I'm in but it would just be nice to be like organized chaos in my own space and not have to (laughs) stress my roommate out with my shenanigans when I'm getting my work done for the days yeah totally I mean I work at the kitchen table so um yeah it's not exactly an office but we'll take it um so today we're gonna talk about like more back into habits and we were kind of talking before we started recording about like we've talked about stuff like this before and we're kind of gonna get into like when to know, when to shift your habits or your routine or, um, yeah, we're, we're not really sure where we're going to go with this episode, but (laughs) yeah, just kind of conversations we've had with clients over the last couple of weeks. And I'm sure you've had with people in your life around routines, mindset, that kind of stuff. But before we get into that, probably share the voicemail (laughs) with the people. So All right. So yeah, listen in. Here's our very first voicemail from Jill's mom. Hi, ladies. I hope this is your first voice message. Great practical nutrition advice today. Keep it coming. Okay, cool. Thanks, Vic. Thanks. Totally love it. Um, I, you know what I really love? I love that we have a really broad audience. Um, in that we've got women of all ages and all stages listening and learning. I think that's super cool. And I may be biased, but I think my mom's so cute. She texted me about it. She's like, I'm, I'm sorry. It's not the greatest, but I just wanted to help. And I was like, what the heck? No, it's wonderful. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's great. Thank you, Vic. Always appreciate your support in, you know, classes, podcast, whatever. 
really are. She's like everyone's mom. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to be the next one to leave us a voicemail, we will get equally excited for yours. I can promise that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right. So, yeah, I guess. Well, tell me, tell the story you were telling me about you were having a conversation with some of your clients about. Oh, yeah. I was just having, I've had conversations over the last couple of weeks with some of my in-person clients and obviously one-on-one training is still an option but let's be real it's not that feasible for everyone to hire a personal trainer it's not the cheapest I guess um so a lot of the times I see clients once or twice a week and then they're kind of do their own thing on their own and with gyms reclosing that's hard because that tosses that whole routine out the window. I know even for myself going to the gym some days is the only time I leave my house right now, other than like to walk my dog. Um, and kind of you spend time building that routine, you put it in your schedule, you plan out your week, and then it all gets tossed out the window when things gets, get closed again. And it's a conversation I have a lot of like, not loving home workouts but feeling like we have to do them anyways um and from my personal experience I, I know I'm finally rebuilding my relationship with workouts in the gym that forcing yourself to do things when you don't want to is not going to build the greatest relationship with whatever that activity may be yeah I I would agree and I was saying before we started recording that I um, set up a really great home gym space and I was doing pretty good December, January. And then I bought some new flooring for my gym and that was maybe end of February and I haven't used it since. So, um, but I have been working out. I mean, I, I go to classes, they're all outdoors, which is another little bit of a barrier, but I do have good outdoor gear. So that can't be my excuse. Um, and so I'm actually more motivated by just having that appointment, um, to go. And yeah, I kind of feel the same way with some of my, like the one-on-one stuff is like, yeah, it can be really feasible for a period of time, but even, I think both of us are the same way. We're like, I, I don't expect my clients to train with me forever. Um, I think that that, can be kind of maybe like a misconception about training is that you have to see your trainer like once or twice a week until the end of time or yeah you know I, I, think, like? I think it's just it can add up really quick and don't get me wrong like your health will always be an investment not an expense but a lot of people right now have to be realistic about what they can be spending and maybe that's not in-person training. So I guess it's finding, finding something that's still going to work for you that you're going to enjoy for the most part without forcing yourself day in and day out. And yeah, obviously it would be great if we could just say, well, yeah, everyone go hire a personal trainer, but that's not always an option. And I agree that having that in your schedule is a big part of seeing success. Like the days I'm at home all day, I get in the headspace of like, oh, I'll do it later. I'll finish this first. And then it's 9 p.m. and it never happened. So yeah, the the unstructured days are the hardest to 
schedule things on, I find. I would rather yeah. be, I'm better when I'm super busy. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Like yesterday I squeezed in a workout after clients before I coach class. And that's when I personally find the most success, I guess, when I can't book in to go to the gym is kind of squeezing things in to my day rather than like having this wide open day to do whatever I want, basically. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, yeah, I just, I think we're both on the same page of like, we never want to give off the impression that we're always loving our workouts and always in this great routine and always like crushing it that just because we are trainers, we also have our struggles and our dips in motivation and that's okay. I tore a tendon in my foot about six weeks ago now. Um, so this is my first week, like fully weight bearing on it. So oh, that yeah. just adds like another layer to my workouts of like rehabbing an injury too. So workouts are not always going to look the same. Yeah, I actually, I think I, I maybe shared an Instagram post in my um, stories this week that was like, something like not every workout is going to feel amazing. And I was like, yeah, I feel that because sometimes you're just like, every movement is like stiff or you're like, is this the first time I've ever picked up a barbell or like, it just, it just doesn't go the way that you thought. And it's okay that it doesn't feel amazing every time it shouldn't hurt, but like, there's a line between like, you know, uncomfortable and like hurt. Right. So. Yeah. And I talked about it in my story last night, a little, like sometimes the gym will really humble you real quick. And that's whether you're like me coming back from an injury. Like I did a very simple movement based workout yesterday. And I was like, holy shit, have I ever worked out in my life? And that's not to say I haven't been doing anything for the last six weeks. It's just those specific movements haven't been in my routine. But the gym will humble you very quickly, whether you work out consistently every week or not. It just very much depends on the day. I think I've been doing, I think I've been going to CrossFit class three times a week for a month now. And I am continuously humbled over and over and over again. Like if I think a workout looks, I would never say easy, but if I think I'm like, oh, I'll probably be okay at this. <laughs> there's a good chance that I'm going to die. Yeah. And that was literally <laughs> yesterday. I like programmed out a workout. I'm like, okay, this will be fine. Like there are things I've done before. There are things I get my clients to do every single day. Like it was like squats uh, renegade rows, single leg glute bridges, because I lost my left glute over the last five and a half weeks. Um, and something dead bugs or something like nothing crazy. And I still was like, what, what is happening to me right now? So we'll get back to it. Um, but yeah, a big, I guess, conversation I've had with clients lately has been the whole idea of like, well, how do you work out from home right now? Mm -hmm. So my answer sometimes is I don't, <laughs> if I'm being yeah. honest. Yeah, I think um, one of the things that I've been 
saying a lot lately is just to try and add daily movement, whatever that is. So it might not look like lifting weights or core or like something traditional like that, but adding movement, like, you know, um, I kind of give people like, I'm like, just add five minutes. So if you walk your dog every day, do another five minutes, like walk to the end of the block and back. And that'll be, you know, cause five minutes every day adds up to like over 30 minutes for the entire week, which makes a huge difference for a lot of people. Um, and it's getting nice outside. So even changing where you do your daily walk or going in a different direction, you know, like I'm a creature of habit too. I tend to walk my dog in the same fashion every day, but sometimes we take a different route and it's like, like a whole new ball game. Yeah. That's me right now. Cause I'm in a new, new city to me, like 15 minutes from my old city, but you know, still new paths to explore and things to see. And, um, a big thing I've been trying to do lately. I mean, I've always had a very large, like inner child. Like I am, I am a child in an adult's body running a business, figuring it out. <laughs> um, but a lot of people have picked up on my inner child and doing things to, like honor that. Like I rollerblade with my dog, which some people are like, you're 20, whatever, and you rollerblade. And I'm like, yeah, cause it's fun and it's exercise and it's movement. Mm-hmm. And most importantly, I enjoy it. So finding other ways to move your body can always be fun. Adding a new style of movement to your routine just gives you more options. Yeah. Yeah. I like that a lot. I think, um, I think variety is really important and that's not to say that like, you know, um, I always hate when people are like, oh, we have to like confuse our muscles on that. Like, that's not what this is about at all. This is about keeping your brain happy um, and keeping your body moving while still like stimulating your brain to be like, this is still fun and exciting and things like that. Like, um, yeah, I, I mean, like, you know, cause it is nice. Like cycling is always great too. Like I know one of my clients, um, one of my distance clients, she, Actually, one of her, her win last week in her check-in was that she took a week off of lifting weights because it was so nice. And she was working on her garden and getting it ready for planting. And then she ended up riding bikes a bunch with her family. And she was like, yeah, and I didn't feel guilty. And I was like, that is how you know that your mindset is where it needs to be. Because she's like, in the past, I would have like I would have been so angry if I'd missed like one workout out of five days a week and felt really like, you know, like just kind of gone in like a downward spiral about it. Right. And, you know, like, oh, I have to make up for it or whatever, but she was in such a good place that she was able to give herself some grace. And I'm like, I'm not upset about it. I'm like, that's a huge win. Like, I'm like, Hey, cool. Like let's extend your program another week because you've only done it three times now. So I like everybody to do it a certain number of times, but like, I was like, yeah, like that's, that's amazing. And I was like, and how does your body feel? She said, great. So like, I think that's a huge win. I agree. And I think sometimes changing things up can do a lot of good for us. I, uh, 
was talking with my roommate the other day. Hope she doesn't mind being on our podcast without actually being on it. But I'm sure my um, client listens to this podcast, so she'll recognize the story for sure. I just talked to her yesterday. <laughs> it's just like a written, a non-written agreement that we're we not saying about. any names. Um, and we're not, we're also saying good things, but she was saying the same thing. Like, um, before gym shut down, she was wanting to focus more on fat loss. Um, and it's funny cause she doesn't eat enough. And I'm allowed to say that. Cause I also tell her that every single day, like I, she'll be like, well, this is what I ate today. And with me being a macro coach, I'll like count it out in my head. And I'm like, cool. That was like 900 calories worth of food. And she's like, what? No. And then yesterday I literally tracked out everything she said to me in my fitness pal. And it came out to like 930 calories. And I was like, see, I've been doing this long enough that I can count your macros for you. Um, so we're working on eating more, but she hasn't been working out lifting weights in a traditional sense, but she's been walking a lot. She got rollerblades. So she's been joining me with that. She like walks my dog every afternoon. And she said yesterday, she's like, I've lost like five pounds. And I'm like, see, sometimes doing different things mm-hmm. is a nice change for our bodies. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's, that's so good. I mean, I, I, as much as I love, you know, traditional, I'm putting my quotes up, traditional forms of exercise, like lifting weights and that kind of thing. I, I think it's important to have those other things outside of the gym, because even like, I mean, COVID aside, like the gym is not a guarantee, right? Like, um, there's not just like having like you know, government shutdowns and things like that, but there can be like financial barriers and things like that, that come up that may make it not feasible for you, um, to do. And I think it's important to have different, you know, ways of moving your body or ways of taking care of your mental health that are not directly related to the gym. Yeah, I would agree. Having kind of some back pocket, movement things that you know um you enjoy and things that don't require going somewhere else like a big thing for me is being able to support my mental health cheer myself up know what makes me feel good without having to rely on anyone or anything so that can be as simple as like if I'm having the worst day ever I can always go for a walk I might not always be able to make it to the gym yeah Totally. Um, here's a question for you though. When do you know that it's time to shift a habit? So like, let's say you were like, you know, going to the gym, lifting weights, whatever, like, when do you know that it's time to like change it up or like do something like, when do you know that it's not serving you anymore? Uh, for me, I kind of make that decision when I'm, forcing myself or convincing myself to do it more than actually wanting to do it if that makes sense so um I negotiate with myself a lot when I don't want to do things so it'll be like oh well if you go to the gym then you can do this after whatever it may be um and I just kind of keep note of when I'm having to negotiate obviously even when you love your routine, there's going to be some days where you need to negotiate to convince yourself, suck it up and do it, whatever 
Um, but when those days start to come more often than the days that it's just like simple and easy to get it done, then I know mentally something needs to change. Yeah. I would say like the same thing when like, when you spend more time convincing yourself to do it than actually doing it, um, you know, or sometimes things come up in our bodies. I know we've talked about, you know, like both of us really believing in that, like some conscious imprinting kind of world a little bit. And that sometimes you'll end up with like a pain or a symptom that it, the, the injury itself doesn't really have any rhyme or reason to it. Like, you know, like you're not usually prone to low back pain or you, you know, you, you can't really pinpoint like, oh, like I didn't do anything different or I didn't do anything too heavy or out of normal and things just start to hurt. Um, and there's no reason for it. That's kind of one of my things is I'm like, okay, if this is acting up, like, what is my body trying to tell me right now? Right. And I just start kind of asking questions like, is it, you know, cause like, I don't know if you've ever had like, um, one time I had like a knee thing and they were like, well, it's like, um, you know, like pain in your knee or around your knee is often your like your mind being like, um, it's not ready to move forward or you need to move forward or something like that. Like it kind of makes sense. Like your knee moves you forward. So whatever, but, um, I know that sometimes my body tells me weird things and I'm like, what is that? And then sometimes upon a further investigation, it's whatever this activity is, it's not serving you anymore. Has that ever happened to you? Yeah, not necessarily. I get more the like mental effects of not loving my routine. But as you were talking about that, I was thinking about, and this is like off topic from fitness and nutrition but same idea um like if you're hanging out with someone or spending time or seeing someone that doesn't align with you oftentimes you'll get weird things like I used to get like wicked like lower stomach cramps um right before I stopped like seeing my ex so paying attention to those things your body's giving you your body will tell you when things aren't right Uh, that's the last like physical symptom I've get I've gotten Mm -hmm. from like not being in alignment with where I need to be Um, but I definitely get the like mental side of things and when you're like dreading things and you just don't want to and you're ending up in the habit of like well I have to go do this I need to go work out whatever it may be paying attention to the way those thoughts and like feelings are coming up in your head around those specific things, I think is important to kind of see, see if you're where you need to be. Yeah. But like, wow. Talk about a gut feeling like, geez. Right. Yeah. Sometimes our bodies are so cool that way. It's wild. And then it happened again with like a guy I was seeing a couple months ago and I was like, gotta go. I know what this is. <laughs> Wait a second. I'm yeah. out. We're out. <laughs> gets, gets one stomach cramp is like, gotta go. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I feel like, um, the last thing that I kind of figured out that wasn't serving me was like, um, last year when we weren't able to do any bike racing. Cause you guys know, like I used to race bikes, whatever. And I didn't care. I, I was like, I should be bummed that I can't race and I'm not training for anything, but I was like, 
I actually don't care. And then I was like, why, why don't you care? And then I kind of realized that I was filling some sort of a void with bike racing that I had managed to fill with fulfilling myself with my business and actually enjoying what I do. And I was like, oh, okay. So now what do I do? <laughs> right. Like <laughs> yeah. it took a little bit to kind of figure out what I wanted to do, but, um, you know, CrossFit is serving me right now. So no. And I think like a very real life example of that would be like when you make plans with someone, but you know, you don't actually want to, and then they're the ones who cancel and you're like, Oh sweet. They canceled. Like if you start to get those <laughs> yeah. feelings around, you're like, health and fitness routine, maybe we should reevaluate. Like if something was to come up and you couldn't make it to the gym and you're like, oh, thank God didn't want to go anyways. Like maybe we should evaluate. Yeah. It's interesting how sometimes just like, um, not only does how your body can tell you, but how like a series of events or lack thereof can kind of maybe bring home that what you're actually feeling right if you're like oh like I'm actually not sad class got canceled and then you're like why do I feel that way like is this what I need is this what what I want to be doing or yeah yeah and then I guess pivoting from there is the tricky part like that's something I've been talking to my clients about this week is like well if I'm not going to work out from home what should I do instead And I think that's really only a question you can figure out for yourself, which I know is not a very helpful statement, but Jess and I could sit here all day and give you a million ideas for exercise and movement, but until you decide what you want to do, none of them are going to stick anyways. Yeah. And I actually, I was saying, um, I was saying to Jill before we started recording, I'm going to bring it up again so I don't get it wrong. I shared a quote card today in my stories from um, uh, today, yesterday from um, her name is Shante Cofield. She's on Instagram as the movement meister. She's a physio, but she also does a lot of marketing stuff for business owners. And she shared a quote card that said, if you want to make something a habit, the first step is determining if you truly value the outcome. And I shared it because I really felt like a lot of people are like, oh, I should be lifting weights. That's how you get fit, whatever. But if you don't really value the outcome of going to the gym and lifting weights, you know, that kind of fitness, then it's not going to be the way, right? Like you have to think about what your outcome is and if that's what you want, like, don't just do something because somebody says you should do it. I mean, we both promote like lifting weights in the gym and stuff, but if it's not for you, it's not for you. Yeah. I can love rollerblading all day long, but if it makes you hate your life, then don't don't do what I do. (laughs) It's pretty simple. Yeah. I don't know how rollerblading could be unfun unless you like had a big crash or something, but yeah. yeah. I I mean, yeah. Like I think that just, finding that thing that the outcome is actually what you want is, um, you know, that was kind of like me with cycling. Like I was like, why are you doing this? Like, you know, I kind of gotten to a point where I was racing elite level road and, um, where do you go from there? Like, 
the thing is, is like, I'm not getting any younger and racing against 18 year old girls that are, you know, hopefuls to make it on the national team. It's not really doing anything for me. I'm not going any farther in that sport. Um, I'm kind of, I'm too old. Like there's no, I could go to masters, but like, then what do you do? Right? Like what, what's the point? Nobody's paying you to ride your bike. Like it's not, that's like, you know, I'm not kidding myself where thinking that something is going to come out of this. That's more than what's happening at the moment. Um, and so it kind of came down to like, like, what are you, why are you doing this? What is your outcome? And if you don't know what the end goal is, then maybe time to think about something else. Yeah. And obviously some things, some things can just strictly be for fun. Um, and that's yep. a perfectly valid reason to do things. But if you can't even say that's why you're doing something, then maybe find, find a new thing. Like, do. Don't get me wrong. I'm still riding my bike. I'm just not racing. Well, there's no racing anyways, but I'm not training to race because I, I don't want to. Yeah, that is reason enough. And that <laughs> I think my my clients are always shocked when they're like, well, do you work out from home? And I'm like, not really. And it's not that I've written off home workouts, but I spent the good part of four years forcing myself into a gym routine I didn't actually enjoy because it was what the people in my life were doing at the time. So yeah. Um, I had a significant other that I went to the gym with at 9 p.m. every weekday, like seven days a week. And I lifted like a bodybuilder and very much lived that life because that's what everyone I was close with was doing. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm, I'm done with forcing myself to do things I don't want to do. <laughs> and sometimes with home workouts, I would be forcing myself. There's some days where I'm like, oh, I could really use some movement today. And I am lucky that I do. Jess and I both have access to the studio if we need to use it. Um, and yeah, don't get me wrong. There's some days where I want to head downstairs and work out, but I'm not going to sit here and force myself to work out from home seven days a week just because I know I should. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like, I think your perspective changes when like with the two of us, the one thing that we do really have in common is that we both came from really niched um, sports or activities. And when you come from a really niched thing, like you're almost restricted to what you do outside of that niche. Mm -hmm. And so like, you know, like as a, like doing like bodybuilding type workouts, you know, that like, if you skip one or a day, you know, like your, your shoulder day doesn't come around for a few more days. So if you do miss one, it's like, uh. and you know, kind of same thing with cycling because you're balancing strength training or I was anyways, balancing strength training with intervals, hills, long ride. You know, if I skipped my long ride on Saturday because it was raining then when am I going to be able to ride three hours, right? Like you have to find that chunk of time and it's just not feasible anymore. And so you end up getting like, I know I ended up being really anxious about training. I don't know if you felt that way, if you ever had stuff come up, but it ends up becoming like more problematic than good, I find. 
yeah like for me when I was very much living that life I had three lower body days a week every day's leg day <laughs> yeah which I had three lower body days two shoulder days a back and a chest like what who signed me up for that life but that's yeah exactly what you were saying like if I miss one of my lower body days when am I going to do it because it's coming back in two days so I can't do it tomorrow because then I'm working out the same muscle group back to back which can be done but when you're only training specific muscle groups every single day it's not ideal to train them back to back you're technically supposed to give yourself like 48 hours but yeah, if I missed one, I no longer had 48 hours before my next workout. So that turned into me working out in the morning and at night. And who has time for that? Not me. And it's not like I'm going to take a wild guess and guess that you were not only at the gym for one hour. No, like literally my routine was like, we would get to the gym around 845 workout from nine until they closed. Yeah. And then if I'm now, if I miss a day, I now have to go mm-hmm. at like 10 a.m. the next day from 10 to noon and get that workout in and then come back at 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. and finish my other workout. And now I just simply don't care enough and don't have the time to spend four hours yeah. in every day. And I mean, that's not to say if like, if you have a bodybuilding goal, okay. But I think the other part of this is like, maybe like whatever, if you want that outcome, okay, cool. But like, we've talked about this before in our goal setting episode is, do you, is it realistic, the steps that you're going to need to take to get there? Are you willing to put in the two hour workouts? Is that even feasible in your schedule? Like, I think when people are goal setting, or maybe this episode might be about reevaluating those goals is if it's not feasible to get there, is there a way we can make it feasible for you or like, you know, what do we shift in order to still get you to your goal? But, you know, I don't even know if like bodybuilding competitions are like even happening, but like, it's like, is that even the outcome anymore as well? Right. Like, yeah, does that even make sense? (laughs) Yeah. I think it's just like being realistic the bodybuilding world, I have a lot of respect for the people in it because it is a huge money and time commitment. Well, there's a ton of discipline. Yeah. That part, I, you cannot discount the discipline it takes to get to that point. But you have to decide if that's something you're willing to do. Like I was out there living the bodybuilding life, not caring about the outcome of like my goal was never to compete so then it took a minute of like reflection of like then why am I doing this in the first yeah. place if like am I doing it just to look cool am I doing it because at the time it was what everyone else was doing in my life and now that I don't I have different people in my life that all do very different things Jess and I have very different workout styles me and my roommate work out very differently I've learned that it's okay to have a routine that looks completely different from those around you, as long as it's serving you, is feasible, gets you to your goals, and you enjoy what you're doing. Yeah. 
And I think, I think it's okay to take that step back and, and reevaluate, even if you end up going back to whatever you were doing, like you can step back and be like, is this really what you want? Like, maybe we just need a couple of days to reflect and, you know, journal or whatever you need to do to kind of sort it out in your head. But um, I also think it's okay to like switch things around, right? Like right now, CrossFit and running is serving me quite well. Um, but it doesn't mean that that's what I'm going to do forever. And I totally am okay with that. Like if something else comes up, then I'm like, I would be sad to say goodbye to the CrossFit family because it truly is the people that keep me going there. But if there comes a time when I'm not able to run for whatever reason, like that's okay. It's always going to be there. It's not me saying no, doesn't mean no forever. It just means no for now. And yeah, I think that's a big, a big thing um, is being able to be flexible in your routine to not only look after your physical health, but your mental health as well. We saw from gyms being closed, how devastated people were and how lost people were without the gym. Um, And I don't get me wrong, obviously Jess and I's income comes from gyms being open um so we were not thrilled about it but we also have the resources the people um that kind of tools to switch pivot and have a routine that's still going to look after our mental and physical health without solely relying on a gym and yeah that's not to say if you love being in the gym you're allowed to be sad that you can't be there right now. Um, but maybe, yeah, reevaluating and taking some time to have some other back pocket ideas that allow you to be flexible if things don't exactly go the way you want them to. Yeah, I, I keep, um, and, it, and it is really hard to be kind of in that in between, given that our jobs are actually reliant on gyms. Um, in that I I keep seeing a lot of people saying like, you know, I need the gym for my mental health to get through my addiction, whatever. I've, I've seen it all or, you know, like that gyms are essential, et cetera, et cetera. And I have a really hard time with that because I don't think we can put all of our mental health eggs in one basket. If the gym is the only way that you're dealing with addiction, eesh, like, and I can't really say, like, I'm not an expert on addiction, but I know that therapy, you know, meds, like step programs, things like that, like there has to be something else other than fitness. I realize that fitness can be very helpful in getting through tough times, but it can't be the only thing you rely on because at the end of the day, if you replace, um, like a substance addiction, let's say with a gym addiction, you're still an addict. You haven't solved anything. Yeah. And I think that comes back to, um, what I was saying, which we had some technical difficulties, so I don't actually know how much (laughs) got in here. Um, but that's what I was saying, or maybe I haven't said it yet. We'll see what happens, um, (laughs) about just not having to rely on a person, place or thing for your mental and physical health. 
what Jess said, if you only have the gym and that's your only thing that keeps you sane, that's a big risk. That's a lot of responsibility to put on that gym because as we've learned in the last year, that can be taken away tomorrow. And if you don't have a backup plan or at least something that helps you cope, Mm -hmm. it's going to be a really tough time for you. So being able to have things that support your mental and physical health, like going out and going for a walk, like sitting in the sun, like, I don't know, reading a book, things that can't be taken away from you, I think is really important to have a sustainable routine and a good relationship with the routine you've built. Yeah. And I mean, even coming from like a business perspective, I'm like dying over here, like my throat, um, from a business perspective, never in a million years did I think that the gym wouldn't be an option to work in. And I was like, "Eh, I'm not really like much of an online coach. I've definitely said that before. And yeah, while I would prefer to see somebody in person, you know, like from one year ago to now, my online business has grown like 500%. Love that. (laughs) Because I was like, if there's another shutdown and sure as shit, you guys know there was, um, I'm going to be, I'm going to make it so that I can sustain myself and make it through because I didn't have a choice. Right. So, or I didn't, I didn't occur to me that I had a choice and, you know, the idea of just falling back on just like asking the government for money was just, didn't cross my mind. I was like, no way, man, like I'm going to make it through this time. And I did. And that's like a huge, like you know, shift as somebody who was like, yeah, I'm not really much of an online trainer. Now I'm like, oh yeah, I do. Probably not. Huh. I'm going to say 35 to 40% of my entire business is virtual. Maybe even more, maybe 45. Yeah. And that's a big, a big thing. I think it was a, a rude awakening to a lot of people to realize how reliant we might be on gyms. Um, I saw it happen with friends, with clients that like emotional breakdown, which again, you're allowed to be sad to lose something that brings you enjoyment, but that whole, like, well, just do nothing. Like that was a lot of what we saw was, well, if I can't go to the gym, I'll just do nothing or joining illegal gyms, trying to find ways to like loophole where you could go for a walk outside. No one can take that away from you. So yeah. 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 I think, um, I would, yeah. I mean, yeah, I just, from someone I can just say like from someone who is like, yeah, I'm probably not going to train people online. And now almost half of my business is virtual. Like it just shows you how you can shift in that way. And it's literally been a year. I mean, it would be like a year ago, we wouldn't have, we wouldn't see gyms opening for another month and a half. So it's kind of crazy to think, um, how much your brain can shift no matter what the circumstance, but you know, just in that way, your whole life can turn into something completely different. Um, just by thinking about your priorities and, you know, kind of follow following your heart. Does that sound right? Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think like 
if you're listening right now and you're feeling very lost and you're feeling like home workouts don't align with you, that's okay. Take a sec, take a step back. I am big on lists. So maybe make a list of the things that you know without fail make you feel good mentally, physically as a bonus, Mm -hmm. and then see what things you can add into your routine a little bit more rather than feeling like you have to force yourself to do something you don't want to. Yeah. And I think we were, we were also kind of talking about this is that a lot of us are just feeling very fatigued with global events and our bandwidths are probably quite low. So giving yourself some grace to allow that bandwidth to be low and even fluctuate day to day. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, like I could do a million things today. And then sometimes I'm like, I can do one thing today. So I think giving yourself that little bit of space to fluctuate with how you're feeling and trying not to just soldier on and just survive um, is, is good too. Giving yourself some time to rest, you know, like gyms will come back. They will. Your motivation will come back. Um, I'm, I, 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 I say that because I, I do still have glimmers of hope that everything will be okay. The, the eternal optimist in me wants everything to be okay. So yeah, just everything will, everything will go back at some point and we'll look back and be like, man, those were crazy times. I can't wait. And this might be a weird thing to be excited about, uh, for when I have kids and they're in like social studies learning. Oh my God. (laughs) 2020 global pandemic. And I'll be like, I lived it and they'll probably think I'm so old. Like, oh my God, mom, you're so old. Because I always thought my parents were old when they said things like that to me, but I'm just going to think back to these moments and be like, yeah. the time you were excited for this moment, Jill, being like, I've been waiting for you to learn about this so I could brag about being right? confident. Yeah. Well, one day we'll all look back and we'll be like, was that like a fever dream or did we actually do that? Yeah. Our- <laughs> kids will be like that's crazy I can't believe people lived through that and I'll be like hi it was me (laughs) lived and thrived friends lived and thrived yeah I think maybe that's a good place to end off this episode um we've been rambling for a little while now so (laughs) yeah all of that to say it's okay to not love your routine right now it's okay to want a whole new routine and it's okay to miss the parts of your routine that might might not be an option right now yeah and give yourself some space and some grace and maybe try something new and you never know you might find something that you love so you never know let us know if you end up trying something whether it be right buying a pair of rollerblades or just like implementing a daily walk if you find or choose to try something new to add to your routine let us know on instagram what it is and how it's going for you Yes. And if you want to find us on Instagram, it is at lattes and lifting podcast. I was going to say.com, but that's not right. (laughs) At lattes and lifting podcast. Um, And oh, special reminder, um, because you're going to get this uh, in good time is that Jill and I are hosting a live event. Uh, We are partnering with Sisu Adventures and the lovely Jenna. And it is going to be 
basically a live version of our podcast. So um, it will be virtual. Um, so for more information, you can shoot us a DM and we can send you in the right directions, or you can follow at Sisu Adventure, Adventures. Um, there, we've shared a bunch of her posts and she shared a bunch of ours. So you should be able to find Jenna, no problem. Um, sign up for that. It's super reasonably priced and you'll have the opportunity to ask us questions in live time, um, which I know a lot of you, um, a lot of you who would maybe love to do some personal training, but um, it's a financial barrier for a very low price. You can get us pretty much one-on-one -on -one for, um, you're going to get us for a couple hours. So yeah, it is May 13th. It starts at 7 PM, I believe. 7.30. 7.30. And it'll be about like an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah. And we're going to talk about some goal setting and stuff too. So if you're looking ahead for the second half of 2021 to be amazing, we can help you with that. Yeah. So we will sign off for now and we will talk to you later. Bye.